Mish? We got a hawk? I'm here, man. How could you can you hear me okay? Am I coming in clear? Yeah, you're coming in clear and hot. You got me? I guess you. you're prime. Sweet. All right, so is this the podcast? Are we doing it right now? Oh, we got a, we got a podcast. Uh, so I'll, I'll do a quick introduction for the boys, for anyone uh, that might be, for no reason at all, tuning into our podcast. Um, you know, I'm, I'm Mish, that's Hawk. Uh, we've been friends, I don't know, since we were like eight or nine or something like that. Um, checks out. Checks out. We're, uh, you know, what direction we want to go with this podcast, we actually have no idea. We're basically... Um, I would say what sums us up is we quote a lot of movies. We, uh, I think that's really it. I think that, do, do we have any defining features? I'll no, think. none at all. I have no ass. Uh, you're yeah. deaf. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not. I think that's about it. It's not an ideal combination. So we're not really sure where this is going to go. We're just going to kind of go with it. And um, start it off though. Holly, what are you drinking? It's Friday night. You getting, getting, getting crunk? Um, I'm actually walking to the fridge right now. What are you drinking? I got I cracked myself up a fresh little doppelganger. Um, I think I'm gonna go. Uh, actually, you want to help me out here? Do I go green or do I go double fuzzy? I can't speak to the double fuzzy. Never had it. All right, I'm gonna bring it to the course tomorrow for you. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna go green. Awesome. I like it. So I was just figuring, you know, what we could do with this uh, with this podcast is just kind of go over basic shit, you know, cover everything the everyday man kind of deals with. Kind of like Seinfeld, but not as funny. Um, you know, we probably won't be funny at all. I don't see a lot of humor coming between us. Do we want to get into some segments? We do, we do want to get into some segments. We don't have any segments yet, but th- we will have some segments. Segments are very much pending. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know what they are, but they're out there. Um, How about we do a segment about just brutal scenarios, life experiences? Yeah. Hold on. Can you hear this? I got. Did you hear that? I can hear that. Yeah. Just it's crack one. Pure joy. Uh, Cheer. Yeah. No, that's a good. Actually, uh, maybe we can talk about the evolution of my shit palette. Yeah. Let's 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 delve into that. Actually. Um, <laughs> so, just to kind of give. Our listeners out there, if they have any understanding, you know, our personalities are pretty different. Um, I would say Holly's or Hawk is more of a laid back type, kind of go with the flow guy. I'm obviously heavy with the anxiety. I got to know what's going on. Um, so it's, it's actually a pretty good combination. Um, yeah. So fast forward, you know, we, I, I, I actually have like a food block, not to brag, a little humble brag. And, um, nice I, humble brag. Yep. I travel a little bit. I do eat a lot of food, and I write some reviews and whatnot. And you know, Hawk over here is pretty content with eating uh, chicken parmesan at the same restaurant every Friday night. Some might say chicken parmesan and sculpins. <laughs> chicken parmesan and sculpins. So you know, we we have a couple of friends of ours that are you know beer snobs. Um, I'm a wine snob, newly converted. <laughs> snap. <laughs> we got a snap, and. Uh, Holly basically is very content with drinking whatever the hell he wants. Um, you know, he, he couldn't tell. He used to not be able to tell the difference between probably a Bud Light and a and a Bud Ass, but <laughs> but now he's kind of graduated. <laughs> he's graduated. He's drinking Treehouse. He's, he's going, going down double fuzzies. Um, so where are? You, how do you feel about your your palate today? Where where do you feel on that? 
Well, I think the evolution of my palate, it went sort of like this. I think I used to be able to do anything under the sun and enjoy it. Like your pineapple sculpins. Um, and then I think what did me in was Sip of Sunshine. And then from there, some Nebco beers and then ultimately Treehouse. And I never looked back. I think I had a sculpin about, I want to say like eight months ago and I couldn't even drink it. Wow. Yeah, that's so, real. So you're definitely, you, you kind of evolved. Do you think you'll get any credit or any respect from Snap? Well, well, that's the thing, Mish. I don't want it. I don't want any of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you, even if you I'm content group- to drink, I'm kind of like, it's kind of like what Anthony Bourdain said. I think Shad is the one, Shad is my brother-in-law, a.k.a. Big Pot. I think he originally sent that. Do you remember the Anthony Bourdain quote that he sent? I it don't, was, actually. What, what was something it? along the lines of, if someone gives me a cold beer, I'm going to drink it, and I'm going to enjoy it, but I don't want to talk about it. I have, I have no time for beer snob. So <laughs> that's basically exactly how I feel. I'm going to enjoy whatever beer I want. If I like it, great. If not, then I'm going to tell you. I think the jabs from from snap and just so you guys know snap is a very his two brothers are big foodies his older brother is a is a actually a world-renowned bartender um so snap has developed quite a palate you could say he's actually spoiled that he knows those two older brothers wait his brother is world-renowned really i didn't know I, that yeah i'm pretty sure that's, brother, like, that's a pretty hefty claim world-renowned he i from what Snap has told me, he's uh, traveled and done like competitions, like bartender competitions in Japan and everything. All right. As soon as we're done with this, I'm Googling his name. Just, just poke holes in that logic from, from Snap there. So many holes. Um, so I, I think the hardest thing that me and Hawker are going to struggle with is uh, we have a lot of inside jokes, you know, a lot of friends here. Um, and, you know, it, it's about trying to develop that for a language that everyone else can understand. Um, I think that's yeah, I'm actually surprised there hasn't been one also joke yet. Six there. minutes in, six minutes and change. Should we do a quick also joke explanation? You want to just give a basic one? Yes. Um, so if I was gonna say, if you were to invite me over to your house tonight, I would say, yeah, me and the wife are coming at ten o'clock. <laughs> okay. Um, what time will you be arriving? You, you guys, a separate issue. You guys see what he did there? So basically, you take the statement and you imply that there's a sexual innuendo, and then you you make another statement about the original statement. Is that, is that a good explanation? It's really hard to explain, actually. Yeah. Let me give another example, and this is early on in also jokes. I think also jokes were formed in probably like 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. I got that right. That that's something that checks out. It, it could yeah. be on Wikipedia somewhere. We'll get into that. <laughs> All right. Mental note. Make a Wikipedia page for also joke definitions and whatnot. But one of the very first also jokes, I want to say maybe the second or third one ever recorded. It, I don't remember exactly who was there. It was Brute, for sure, at a Mets game. And someone commented there was an outfielder who just threw in a ball. And someone near Brute said, my God, that guy's got a cannon on him. So Brute, of course, said, yeah, hell of an arm, too. <laughs> I would I, – are we, are we okay with giving Brute the the uh, the title of being the adventure of the author? 
No, he's not the inventor. I, I'm actually going to take credit for that, and Brute will back me on that. That's fine. That's Brute, Brute and Chip can back me on that. And these will definitely be guests down the road. Uh, you know, I, I definitely think one thing we should touch upon is like movies and TV shows. I, I really do strongly believe that our group of friends and like you know, me, you and I especially, um, have, you know, have pretty good taste in movies and TV shows. I think that's just because we watch too much movies and TV. Yeah, but, I don't have a shit movie palette. No, <laughs> there was a, a movie a shit beer palette. I think Snap doesn't have a good uh, doesn't have a good TV or movie yeah, palette. He, bas- he basically watches Sculpins on TV. <laughs> <laughs> the equivalent of Sculpins. Um, I don't know what that is. It's, it's a lot of sequels when they start to change the cast. Like so anything before or later. Let's uh, let's actually get right into probably the greatest debate that we could possibly have. Um, I think this is probably something that's been around for a while. I think you and I have had this discussion. I, I, I know where I am. You know where you are. Okay. The Wire versus The Sopranos. What's better? I actually don't know where I am. What happened? I, I'm, a, I'm a big flip-flopper on that. My answer usually is whatever I've watched last. I think you know exactly where I stand and why I stand where I stand. But... Do you, do you know, just uh, out of curiosity? I'm pretty sure it's The Wire because of Kevin Finnerty. Right. So folks at home, you know, if, it's not really a spoilers alert, but Tony gets, goes into a coma. Tony Soprano goes into a coma. And it's probably the worst, like, it feels like five episodes, but I think it's only like one episode or two. It's really only like one and a half. <laughs> it's one full for sure. You got to admit, though, it's fucking terrible. It's not good, it, but it, I will say that they really redeemed themselves at the end of the season six, the final season. But it's not like you're comparing Sculpin to Treehouse. You know, you're comparing like Doppelganger to like Green. You got two prime thins that can go either way. That's right. Yeah, that's and, a great analogy, actually. And it's I, basically, I, you're whatever your favorite Treehouse is. Like, I'm a Green guy, and I won't apologize for that. I like it better than Doppel. I'm just going to say that. It's fine. And, that's true. Your- uh, I think a, a better debate is what season is best. That's a great question. Meaning, yeah. like, what individual season? Do you want to just go individual seasons, like, of any show of all time? Like, maybe we should do our top three each. Five, right. five might I like be a little that. You want, to, you, want, you want to go first? In no order, you can just rattle off your top three. All right. This is, actually, this is probably going to be in order. I'm going to go season four of The Wire. That's number one. Okay. Very, very close behind is season one of True Detective. Okay. And then Chad will probably fight with me on this, but season 6B of Sopranos. And I'm going to separate 6A and 6B. Okay, that's pretty incredible, actually. Um, Big Pot has a big problem with that separation. What is – can you remind me, like, what exactly happened? Like, I don't remember that much, that much about the Sopranos 6B, 6A. Like, I can't differentiate it. 6A is – well, first of all, 6A is the Kevin Finnerty stuff. Okay, that's it's out. probably like eight or nine episodes of 6A and then eight or nine is 6B. But 6B is phenomenal. It ends with probably the two best episodes. I mean, the finale was incredible. And then, I mean, you got Sylvia Tardo finally going down at the gas station. You got, you got the scene where Bobby gets shot doing his little trains. Oh, God, you're right. It, it, it and all really... of that just flows together so perfectly while they're at war with New York. Bobby's probably the most, you know, 
the most pure character on the entire show. He just loves like people, and he's a positive guy. Yeah, he's, uh, too good for Janice though. Like Janice. Oh is, God, she's so foul. Janice is like definitely in my top like five like most hated characters. I got Gemma up there. Gemma from uh, Sons of Anarchy is definitely up oh, yeah. there. Norwell, yeah. Top five. Let's jump around a little bit. Top. Well, are you talking about like top five? Like you hate the actress or you hate the character? That's a great question. I think it's a combination of because the... I mean, obviously, her acting is incredible. If you hate her that much, <sighs> that's a really good point. I never really thought about that. You know what it is? I'm just biased. I can't differentiate it. Like I look at the entire person as a whole. Yeah, and I just hate him. It kind of goes back to AJ Soprano. I mean, everybody hates that hates that guy as they should. So that kind of speaks to his acting chops, no? He really... I, I feel like he was a shit actor, though. He didn't really say anything or do anything. Yeah, it's the chicken and the egg. I got to say, the one thing, the reason, the most disappointing thing of The Sopranos by far to me is the fact that he never, uh, Tony never bans his therapist. Yeah, just in his dreams. Actually, that's overall disappointing. And I, I don't know if you know this, but Brute will actually fast forward all of the therapy scenes. Really? Yeah, he's a huge Sopranos guy. I don't know that he's ever watched one single second of when Tony's in therapy with Melfi. And just so you guys know <laughs> at home, that's remarkable to me, actually. Just so you that's guys know quick, at home. That's a quick fast-forward job from him. <laughs> Brute is one of our uh, one of our closest friends. He's hysterical. Um, he'll definitely have a you know, different take on life. This probably sums him up. Uh, so if he's ordering pizza, he will firmly... <laughs> He will firmly request the pizza be well done. Oh, God. He's <laughs> <laughs> it, just that kind of random guy. It's hysterical. Um, All right. So let's get back into some segments. So give, I don't think you gave me your top three. I did not give my top three. And I actually looked up top 10 things to do in a new podcast. And we're doing we ha- we're doing none of them. We, Tell we me have- we're doing none of them. That's awesome. Yeah. We, we have actually done exactly zero of them. Just actually, rewriting the book. If you guys want, like, PMT, PFT, and Big Cat, if you guys want to know how to podcast, you listen to this show. We'll take you to the fucking guy figures. literally wrote the book. Get your fucking shine box, pal. Um, no more shining. To be honest with you, dude, that's actually, I probably should have written this down. Uh, in no order for me, I'm going True Detective Season 1. That's going in there somewhere. I, yeah, I mean, there can be no arguments with that. I really think that's just, like one of the best like seasons of anything I've ever seen. I was talking about this. I think it was me and Smugs were laughing about this once. Imagine if someone was only a season two true guy. (laughs) Just like didn't even see season one or just like, no, no, like saw season one, thought it was okay, but was just a huge season two guy. No, two, two, man, two. It's all about two. (laughs) Like it was, that was probably one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen. Like I wanted to like it. We all wanted to like it. I and tried. I tried so hard. You did. You tried to convince me at one point, but I think I just kind of gave you a look like, "Hawk, no, no." I mean, it just goes back to the respect for season one. It's, you know what it is. Though? It was also one of those things like it's a train wreck. Four or five eps in, and no one wants to say it sucks. Yeah. Just like you said, out of respect for season one, but then at some yeah, point, you a chance. we're just like, "This is what the fuck is this?" Did you know that guy, you know the guy who directs True Detective, I think his name's Nick something or other? Some Italian name, right? Like, Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was the guy in the very beginning of 
Entourage, who directed that shit Smoke Jumpers movie. Remember, it started like Vince's cocaine spiral and all that. Yeah, yeah, Smoke Jumpers. Yeah, Smoke Jumpers. Not a bad movie, Smoke Jumpers. Not a bad movie. What's a better Vinny Chase movie? Smoke Jumpers, Queen Boulevard, or Avatar? <laughs> or not Avatar? Sorry. Um... Oh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Uh, I feel like Aquaman was just commercially good. Probably kind of a piece of shit. Like, but Queen's Boulevard is a fucking work of art. I am Queen's Boulevard. Just, just an indie movie, like acting, actual acting chops. Boom. That's why you're a fucking actor. How about the gall on them saying that they broke the Spider-Man record? That's just pompous. Like Ari just like gets right in there. You got the number one movie star in America on your rooftop. Yeah. Um, best entourage movie. I guess it would have to be Queens Boulevard. Smoke Jumpers was probably a piece of shit. Uh, Gatsby? Uh, Redemption? Still, still can't believe they fucked up Medellin. <laughs> I like Medellin. <laughs> Medellin is season two of True. You want to like it. <laughs> Go on, Rep. Big Medellin guy. <laughs> But, um, all right, so in my top three, I got to put Dexter season four. Wow. Good for you. John Lithgow plays the Trinity Killer. And I might have it, to do a hot revision. That's a great call. Oh, my God. I think one of our buddies, um, I think Rosso, saw the first episode. Lithgow's, like, slicing some broad up in the bathtub, and it, it's uh. a pretty disturbing scene if you don't really know what's going on. And, and our buddy's, like, I, we love him. He's definitely kind of emotionally frail and saw that scene and it sent him to a spiral of fucking <laughs> chaos. What was worse? That or the scene from, um, what's that movie? With, that Wahlberg, um, Bachman, I think of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Dirk Diggler and... Uh, yeah, yeah. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights with the with the little, uh, little Asian dude throwing the poppers around. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about sending someone into a state. Rosso, I think Rosso went for a classic Rosso drive after that. He was back uh-huh. in five minutes. He was all right. Oh, Rosso's prime. I got to get I, Rosso on here. I know. He would actually be a fantastic interview. I feel like that's going to be the hardest part. I think, like, for you and I, when we go places, like, people, like, want to laugh at what we're saying. But, like, we keep it, you know, we have so many names within our group of friends and that it's, like, kind of hard for people to follow. But they think it's hilarious. They'll get, they'll get to know them. So far, and, we've got Rosso. We're just name dropping Rosso, Big Pot, Brute. I think Chip was in there at one point. Right. And I, I'm going to agree with you. I mean, this is probably a bad podcast, but it's season four of, uh, of The Wire as well. I mean, that's like the height of uh, Marlo Stanfield's uh, reign, right? Uh, yeah, Marlo comes in at the end of season three. Season four is pretty much all Marlo. Um, the incredible thing, that I've always said this about season four, is McNulty is not really in it, and it's somehow the best season. Is that when he's like clean, he's living with uh, Beatty Russell? Or is that her Beatty. Yeah. A.K.A. Holly Flax. Yep. Holly Flax. I can't believe that. It's her. I, I've, I've been on a pretty good office kick, actually, lately. And it's, uh, I, she's, girls, I'm, no offense to all the women out there, but, like, it's very hard for a woman. No, there's no laugh. women listening. Don't worry no. about that. Okay. But she, she actually got, got a laugh or two out of me during, during the office. Really? I can't imagine at what point. Was it the Yoda impression? I, I think, yeah, I think she caught me off guard with something random. But yeah. then I, she's a big quoter, so that, that makes sense. Big quoter, and I lost my shit completely when uh, on the office when the episode when you know she's treating Kevin really special. Then oh yeah, and then Kevin looks at her, and everyone freezes. And he goes, "Wait, 
do you think I'm retarded? <laughs> I just, I completely lost it, man. Um, oh, yeah, that was good. So I also, I, I think on this show, we can kind of get into like one thing of current events. Because I think you and I kind of share the moderate mentality. And like, we feel like everything's just a fucking joke. Like, wh- what are we dealing with right now? Like, there's 13 bombs that were sent around and no one uh, died. Yeah, bas- basically the worst criminal of all time. Right. Like, dude, like, didn't you go to fucking terrorist school? Like, can't you? I mean, you know what? I'm not I'm like so anti-conspiracy theory. I actually I hate conspiracy theory. But this actually sounds like it a little bit because this guy is like so unbelievably bad at being a criminal. There's got to be another layer to it. Like it was almost trying to frame like the whole Trump movement. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. But it seems like the amount of media coverage it got with really no consequences of what this guy did at all. I mean, he sent out 13 different bonds, was caught two days later. I mean, you might as well just call up, call just, up the FBI and give him your home address and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to kill President Trump. Come get me. This the, I tell you what, this guy's definitely a season two true detective guy. <laughs> I get to see him on his couch, like coming out when the FBI is like in a white beater. He's like, all right, guys, you got me. You know, I tried. I tried something. To work out. <laughs> all right, here's what we do. We send him a box set, season two of True, to his little shit cell in prison. And then we bake him a cake with a fucking file in it and get him out of there. <laughs> I, I still can't believe, like, I was watching the news the entire day. And, like, I, I mean, I don't want anyone to die. I obviously care about people, but, like, fucking have like one bomb blow up in the middle of the street or something like you know i mean if you're a terrorist and that's what you're doing you're yeah i mean he completely bungled this and now he's going to be in jail the rest of his life yeah but he's gonna have a time i don't know they're gonna love him (laughs) and that's uh yeah he's like a middle-aged white dude right so he's got i mean no man i think i think i think he was from florida um he's a he's a junior i I know yeah he's a junior I don't know. Is, is Junior good for prison? I mean, he could be called Tough Junior. You, you got Uncle Jim. Uncle Junior. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can see this guy getting pushed around in prison. But anyway, yeah, that's a that's a current event, but there's really nothing to say about it other than this guy is just a complete moron. He's an absolute joke. But, um, yeah. I mean, Bin Laden's got to, well, rest in peace, but I guess someone's got to, like, give this guy a couple of pointers on how to – Um, Let me ask you a Bin Laden question. I'm glad you brought him up. Yeah. Don't you think, I mean, so obviously the story goes that we killed him overseas, bringing his body back on the boat. Right. And they just spread his ashes over the sea. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that was a bit of a botch? I mean, what do you have to lose by bringing him back here? Just just shut everybody up and be like, see, we got him. I, I like that you're a closet conspiracy guy. I like I'm not. This is pure. This is pure logic. I do believe that we got him. I just. I figured there was like some marine out there was like, all right, let's just set him on fire, spread his ashes, and then some reasonable guy was like, no, let's just wait twelve hours. We're almost home, and then we, you know, just in case. There was probably some reasonable bro on the on the entire Navy SEALs who said that, but yeah, I, my opinion is they probably got really hammered and just decided to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's there, right? I mean, whoever these guys are, they're, like, as badass as you could possibly be. Dude, imagine it just being on foreign soil, having to, like, go after probably the most famous 
Yeah. In the middle of the night, you're wearing like the the night vision goggles. I mean, obviously, I'm basing this all on uh, Zero Dark Thirty, but great, great movie. (laughs) Who was 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 Chris Pratt in that? He was in that. I don't think he was Chris Pratt yet, though. But he was he the dude that smoked Bin Laden? Like, no, I think he was just one of the crew. I don't think he was the guy. I don't think he was a very big role. I, I feel like he was the dude, uh, in my mind, I've always, like, said myself, Chris Pratt killed o- Osama Bin Laden. Imagine Chris Pratt in real life was the guy who got him. <laughs> Chris Pratt's awesome. He's just evolved from, like, this kind of pudgy guy. Now he's, like, yeah. Star-Lord, and he's he's just a man. Yeah. I mean, when he was on uh, Parks and Rec, he wasn't really Chris Pratt yet. No. He, once he got, like, a, an ad, he, yeah. became, he became... No, Chris Pratt, the movie star. Yeah, the guy, the guy's a piece. Who are we kidding? He's 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 prime. A piece for you guys to know out there is basically just uh, an attractive uh, female. Um, you know, it could could be attractive male too. You know, if you're you swing that way, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> and um, all right, I mean, where were we? I don't know. We got completely derailed. Like that's that's actually number four, I think, of uh, ten things to not do during a podcast is not have an outline. Just go go off subject. Yeah, because we're rambling right now. I have no idea what to talk about next. Yeah, but, uh, but I feel like they always do that random. They ramble on bullshit like every podcast I've ever listened to, and then all of a sudden they're talking about their sponsors. Let's get into some segments. <laughs> yeah, we all sponsors. Imagine if after this we get sponsors somehow. This like, uh, this podcast just comes out of the woodwork. Brought to you by a Treehouse. Uh, you know, you want a cold, refreshing beer in the hills of Massachusetts? Type in the promo code Hawkmish and you receive ten percent off your first purchase. That's a great call. Imagine if we got sponsored by Treehouse. Did you? Have you been checking the list? Do you check the list every day? I do, and Hurricane's on there. Oh, Kane, Kane. That, that could Abba actually Black be. Sheep. That that could be a. Uh, one of the segments, like talking about like a quality beer or quality wine or meal we had. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. See, no, I'm, well, I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant to represent that I'm like able to talk about stuff like that. I think that's going to be the beauty of it, though. You're going to recommend something <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like favorite favorite treehouse beer, Ma. You ever had Ma? <laughs> Ma's prime. prime. Wait, don't you do? Don't you open your beer can, and let it breathe for like three hours, and then you get into it? Uh, typically, yeah. No, it's um, good. like this green, I actually opened it. Um, I'm gonna let it breathe for about a half hour, really get the juice flowing. Nice, nice. You the... I just pour it out. <laughs> just pour it out. You have the Canadian stand at your place this weekend, right? Yeah. Can they, what time is it right now? Ah, uh, shit, man. Uh, seven o'clock. Uh, Canadians will be here in. T minus about two hours. Right now, you got a Canadian cat. There's another name drop. Yeah, that'll be prime. Actually, I, I wouldn't be able to interview. I can't understand a fucking word he's saying. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking. All right. How about we wrap this up and leave them with a quick story about mis- misunderstanding Canadian cat. Oh. Do you want? Do you want to tell the story, man? So, yeah. Fun, so, funny for the folks at home. Canadian cat is quite literally from Canada. His wife is not, but anyway, um, we were on a ski trip last winter. Me, the wife, Mish, his wife, Canadian Pat, and his wife. And the whole time, I'm like impersonating Canadian Pat, 
His wife's name is Kasha, by the way. So a lot of the times I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking Kasha. Yeah, yeah. That's like the go-to um, impersonation word. If you're ever going to impersonate Canadian Pat, you got to say Kasha, like the way he says it. Fuck Kasha. Fucking Kasha, yeah. yeah. But I would say for probably about three days, Mish thought I was saying put fucking vodka in it. <laughs> Rather than fucking Kasha. You can see how you can see how that could be a trip, right? You you can see it. I mean it checks out. Fuck coffee. Alright, so we're like twenty eight minutes in. I'm not sure if anyone is still listening or if they were ever listening. No, this is a good first step. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll do like solid we'll, app. we'll listen to it and we'll kind of like see where we want to go with this. I really think like the core of it will be new movies that we've seen, uh, maybe some new restaurants in the area, new food, and we'll, we will have a serious political discussion once for like five minutes because it's kind yeah. of kind of refreshing to talk about politics with someone that's not going to get like really pissed off about something. No, I I am not that guy. No, you're not that guy. I think I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm not that guy either. I'm definitely a little more, a little more passionate than you, and I get a little more angry quicker. But, but politics. I'm like, gonna bring you back though. Talking. I'm gonna bring you back when you, when you get there. I'm gonna reel you back in with some nice, reasonable commentary. So next week we'll have uh, we'll have. I don't know if we'll do like a two times a week or maybe once a week, but we'll. Yeah, let's see how it goes. We'll have an organized show for you. We'll have a nice theme song and probably bring on a guest, too. I, I don't know who we'll bring on. Um, I really like the idea of describing, like, one, like, Seinfeld-type scenario in your life that you've experienced and, and sharing that. That's really good stuff. Do you, like, do you want to do, do that now or you want to save that for next step? No, let's save that. I've got, a, okay. I've got a pretty decent one that I think a lot of, a lot of the boys out there can relate to. Wow, it's 30 minutes. Podcasting is kind of fucking hard, man. It's like hard to talk. I don't know. 30 minutes went by pretty quick. Yeah, it's just bullshit. I'm pretty much finishing my beer right now. We got a... Yeah, me too. My wench of a wife's upstairs making some food. What's George doing? George, what are you doing up there? <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she's wenching around. She's crying, though. Nice. Uh, Actually, you want to you hear a quick botch I did earlier today? Talk real quick. So we were gonna make stew tonight. So stew, I go to like Stu Leonard's. I pick like, up some some meat stew, okay. bring it home. Of course, wait, it's time like, out. wait, you're gonna make stew, buying stuff from stews? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Good. To, good to clear that up. So I I go get the stew from stew, yeah. meat stew. Yeah. Bring it home. <laughs> Turns out part of the package was opening. Open. Wow. Of course, I don't see it. So I come home. Get the business. Is this open? I don't know. I wouldn't see it. Got to go back. You went back? I had to go back. You went back? Went up to the counter, explained myself, exchanged the meat. You ever exchanged meat? You went all the way home, went all the way back on the notion that you, your package might have been open before, or before no, you bought quite. it? No, not quite. It was. Wait, yeah, but how, like... I mean, I mean you... like a little sliver, like corner of the plastic had been peeled back. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, you don't fuck with meat. No, you, you don't fuck with me. So what did the guy say? Did they, did they believe you? Oh yeah. They just said, go get another one. Make sure it's like a similar price. You're good. They said, get another package. What, what about the, uh, the meat though? 
<laughs> uh, so we'll we'll end on that oh, note and our nice also joke for you guys. Um, but yes, tune in next week. I guess we need a fucking name for the show. Um, let's even the odds. <laughs> I how really, about, I really don't like that at all. About, about, let's let's. How about this? I think you said this before. The death patch. That could be that could be death that, patch. That could be something. That could be something there. But I mean, you know, obviously my, my family's deaf and you don't want to have like deaf be the title of a podcast. Yeah, well my family's got a patch, so <laughs> Ah, well on that note, we'll have a good weekend, have a good night and uh we'll right, tune in we're tune in. Think of some names. Yeah, we'll think of some names, we'll get back to some segments and uh <laughs> all right, bye. Love you guys. All right. Later. <laughs>